0: As I promised when I was running for student government, all the vending machines will be free. Every day will be pizza day. And recess will be four periods of the, of the afternoon. Mississippi
1: thing! Mississippi thing. Mississippi thing. Mississippi
0: thing. Mississippi thing. This is Mississippi thing! And this is Mississippi thing. I'm Julian Rankin here with Corey Christie. How are you, Corey?
1: I am just wonderful.
0: Excellent, excellent. This is an episode because we are in the thick of local elections, municipal elections, town elections. And so we thought we'd do a topic of local politics. But um, if you know anything about local politics, it's a very contentious thing. It's almost, in its own way,
1: more dangerous than national politics because you have to live with these people. Well, local politics can affect you day to day. Uh, which is a big difference for me. And I've always been a big proponent of pay attention to what's going on locally, take action, um, and you can have an effect at locally. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm very entrenched over in Bluxy in the political scene um, through several avenues, but um, you know, it's important just because it, it happens right next door to you. You know, my councilman lives a block over and like three doors down. <laughs> so, you know, it's somebody, you know, like you said, it's locally. I live with the people. And it's going to affect your day-to-day life. You know, national politics have some effects. But overall, it's stuff that you can kind of navigate. Um, and locally, things might happen that, that you could have affected to go in your favor. Or For my particular stance, I want to have things that go in the favor of my neighborhood or my people. Yeah. Um, you know, my favor is the last thing on my list. I, want, I just want to see people live good and, and benefit from my presence. But, uh, right. you know, you can do that locally. And yeah. that's important.
0: Yeah, I mean, national politics is so like you're saying so rarely even trickles down to to what happens in our day-to-day lives and uh i did a brief internship in after college up in in dc and and it was just fascinating to see that the mechanism at work basically the fact that that uh 22 to 29 year olds were running the government uh, because really all these decisions were made by staffers it's just an interesting thing but then coming down here like you're saying and um and i really didn't see it uh, in my previous stint in jackson mississippi for whatever reason maybe my head was in the sand or maybe it was just it was a large enough city that they had it felt different but here it, it is the, the the case where you you see your alderman or your council member all over the place and you actually have something to, to ask them for or to ask them about and uh, the thing i'll say the caveat for this episode we haven't said any jokes yet That's because uh well, we, we, politics is important, but but also Serious. that, yeah, it's real, it, real. It's real stuff. Um, but also, we're not going to talk about actual issues uh, pertaining to the actual elections that are happening. You don't have to be a local here to listen to us. We're, we're talking about local politics in its entirety. It's the concept of local politics. To start, Have you, I want to hear a story maybe about how you've actually had a, lo, a problem solved by local politics. Because I have a story of mine, uh, many of them, but you talk about seeing seeing your members and your your representatives on a daily basis like what's some of the mundane stuff that happens that local
1: politicians have to deal with well you know always a big topic locally is the trees and who and should you cut the trees down and things like that but you know honestly on a personal level like if i see a problem i just kind of solve it myself (laughs) you know i um wanted to see the 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 big lot of rubble not be a lot of rubble so i put i put some art there and, and had the owner turn it into a park yeah um and the politicians get behind it. But, you know, you have to work with them to get it done ultimately yeah. because you do need approval for things. But my whole stance, and that's why I think local politics is so important, is you can just kind of get it done. You know, you just take the action, figure it out, get involved and make it happen. Um, and other people that might be drainage or mm. high speed Wi-Fi or something. But yeah. for me, it's generally going to be around art and ease of living. Yeah, And I'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. I needed my ditch dug out one time, and I just called up the dude, and that came and
0: dug out the ditch. But I mean, I think the servant aspect of you know, the actual service, that, which is what politicians are supposed to do, it's much more alive on a local level because there's not such thing really as career politicians in local politics. Certainly, you can be a longtime mayor or a longtime alderman or councilperson, but you're a uh, you know, you're not making enough money in local politics unless you're in a few key positions to really make it your career so like you know not to name names but you know if you think if you look at the list and not even in this town but across any any geography you've got people who are you know whether they're uh you know engineers or scientists or building inspectors or teachers or barbers or tattoo artists or whomever running for you know for things, and I think that's cool because you, you actually have a job to to do on a daily basis, and and yet you're taking time out of your day. Well, to, it's important to too it.
1: for them to be people that you know are out in the community and experience the community. If they're career politicians and they're not the barber or the teacher, you know they don't know what's going on out in the streets, and that's important that they are part of the community. and, You know they live in your neighborhood, and um, I think good leadership on that level comes from experience. You yeah. know, in the neighborhood. Yep. Yep. Totally.
0: All right, so to have a little fun with it, um, my name is Julian Rankin, and I'm running for... What am I running for? I'm running away from the fear of public service, and I'm running <laughs> to you. I want to serve you. And my big issue is monuments. Now, Corey and I are going to debate in a little bit about, about other topics, but some I, real, I feel really strongly about. You know, when I go to the buffet... And I do uh I don't do this often, but when I go to the buffet, I'm gonna get my money's worth, okay? And I like to leave my mark. I try to make history every time I go to the buffet. You know, I don't want to just get one plate and pile that high. I want to get five, six, seven, ten, a dozen plates and pile them high. And when I do, I like to leave a monument on my plate of empty plates, and I always clean my plate. So I like to leave a monument, uh, an obelisk, if you will, starting with the big plates and going up to the dessert plates, and fruit and puddings and cakes, and so it becomes, you know, like the Washington Monument, if you will. It's a it's a towering structure, and and I like to I want that monument to remain. But I was confronted by the server who said that you know monuments was not part of their policy, and you know I, I think we gotta we gotta preserve our monuments. You know we gotta keep them there of of, of a time gone by a time when I had a really bad stomach ache but I did, I did see their, their point that the, the church crowd was about to get out and I had used uh, about 13% of their plates and so they just said there if you really think it's important you can take a picture put it in a museum uh, interpret it there but we got to wash these plates um, we ain't got no more <laughs> um, like I said when, when you go to the polls um, you won't see my name on the ballot but if you ever do know that I feel strongly about buffet monuments
1: Well, I'd just like to say that my non-opponent, Julian Rankin over here, and and I'm Corey Christie. Don't forget about me when you go to vote or not vote, but he's obviously very wasteful. Um, You know, 13 plates in one sitting is not something I would suggest. I would um, use one plate, use it over and over again, and not leave a mess for the servers instead of, um, you know, creating a mess and doing the typical American thing. Uh, I would be more thoughtful. In my leadership, and um, I want you to remember that when you don't vote for me. Well, this is see, what I would. And this is not even the official debate, but here we are
0: sparring. I think what Corey is failing to realize is that if you use one plate, and there's a reason they ask you at the buffet. And I am a law and order type. You know, I believe that if they ask you to use a different plate every time you need to go to the buffet, you should also believe in personal responsibility and. Um, While I'm not a conservative in the traditional sense, I do want to get my money's worth at the buffet. So for me not to take that guidance from them, if I were to go back with my plate every time, my germs would be on that plate. I believe my germs should stay at my table and uh, my plate should stay at my table. But, you know, we're, we're going to get into um, to more of the debate. Um, the other thing I would just say, you know, I'm a family values um, on that subject and infrastructure. I do believe um, this is more of a very local issue in my household that all of the stray Legos uh, should be taken out of the floor and out of the carpet, hiding in the carpet so I don't step on them. Um, my constituents, uh, my six-year-old, he... Uh, He's very adamant that this is not a good policy, but that's something I'm going to enact, whether or not I am elected. Now, um, oh, wait, sorry, uh, I'm, we're being interrupted. Yes, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll cede the mic. Hello, oh, excuse me, <coughs> oh, sorry, I had a biscuit stuck in me. My name is Reginald Teetotala, and I'm here to, to moderate, okay, all right, well, I, I hear you, I hear you. Um, uh, we, me and Corey are, are sort of prepared for this. We weren't expecting a third person. Oh, what? Oh, it's okay. I just came in here. As you can see, I'm half Australian, but I'm also from somewhere in England, the southern uh, part of England, in London. Uh, my, my accent, just like me, is very peripatetic, but I'm, I'm here to moderate the panel. All right. Well, that sounds good. Um, Corey, do you do you know what's going on here?
1: Uh, <laughs> I did not expect a third party. Um... I don't. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know where Reginald came from, but we're, you know, friendly enough. I think we, Reginald. I think. I think we're good. I think we can. Yeah, Reggie, you go back over there. All
0: right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, speaking of third parties, though, um, if you were running for something. In this hypothetical scenario, do you know what party you'd be a party to? Because you know, local politics just like national, everyone has to have a, a something by their name. I think I've increasingly seen a lot of people running as independents, but even still,
1: you really have a D and R or an I by your name. I think that's too few, so I, we need more. And I think I would just um, really wrap myself around the know-nothing uh, yeah, Know Nothing Party. You know, that seems to make sense because uh, you, you know very little. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> like. Um, we're, we're the original Americans, and we believe in our rights and protecting those rights. And, and the Democrats and Republicans have their own agendas, and it's not for the people. We're for the people.
0: Now, people, if, if you don't remember your seventh grade history book, the Know Nothings are a real party. I know that they're a party, but I don't know much about them, but um, they are real. So, like, how, do you, how did you... Fall into picking them. Do you know anything about the know
1: nothings? I know enough about the know nothings. I know that they. It's a dangerous place to know nothing about the know nothings, <laughs> which is most of us. I know that they're built on secrecy, and that they um, want to protect your rights as an American, and they want to protect your rights as landowners. Okay. And and you need to um, follow what we're what we're putting down here because we are going to make you have the most opportunity to succeed. So they were they emerged like in opposition to uh, like the rich folk. Were they
0: more of like a like you had, weren't they Were they involved in like Native American politics? To some well, degree, they or? they
1: um, I think mostly were against the Native Americans. Okay, <laughs> I think that was maybe one of their biggest stances. <laughs> okay, it's a bold choice. <laughs> I do say they had good branding. though. They had great branding. And it was a short-lived party.
0: I'm I'm actually representing um, the House Party, so. The house party being, I was, I was going to be, I was, I was going to do uh, the Whigs or the Tories, but I decided that uh, my my party is the house party. Um, it's a party of coming together. You know, it's a party of uh, where the the resources flow freely, whether that be um, you know the, the beer that uh, some somebody older than you bought for us underage uh, attendants at the party. Um, I believe in the personal freedom of uh, sleeping on couches or wherever you may fall at a house party. So, you know, I think that the, while the know-nothings have that, um, that very historical uh, legitimacy, you know, I think the house party is going to be something that people really want to come to. I feel like you should sleep
1: on your own couch, first <laughs> off, and, and stay out of my personal property. It's my personal property. I work for it. Um, and so you near, near to alls over here in your house party need to get a job and, and stop trying to live off of our um, hard work.
0: okay. Okay. Well, that that does lead us. So we're we're going to get into a little bit of a debate here. We've we've been. You know, Reginald though is he's not going to uh, stick with us. I want to come back. That's, no, he did select and submit three topics for discussion. And uh, the house party party, we uh, we do like a good time, and that does sometimes ruffle feathers. So we we like to play the music loud. You know, when, when we've got a. Uh, you know, UGK or whatever, blasting at 3 a.m., you know, people tend to, you know, to want us to, to turn it off. And, and that's something that local uh, municipalities deal with. So nightlife is our first topic. And I don't know which side you're going to take, but whatever side you take, I'm going to take the opposite side. That's how this works. We have three topics. Um, nightlife, uh, first to you. Uh, Corey Christie of the Know Nothings, uh, what do you think we should do about our nightlife?
1: Well, I would say, you know, we, we are... Um a place of, of fun, obviously. We want people to go out. We want people to enjoy our, our place. But you can't enjoy it too much. There comes a point when you... are losing votes, man. You, there comes a point where you just had too many drinks. You need to be responsible. Call yourself a cab and go home. We're not trying to be out here all night partying like a bunch of hooligans. Like we're in Bourbon Street or something. Or, you know, off in Europe somewhere. California, somewhere crazy. We want to stay here and keep it a quiet, nice town. For the families and for the hardworking, know nothing party. So I'm going to take the opposite side of that. So I, I think we
0: should have um, have our nightlife continue because it is called the nightlife. And what do we want to be a a a night dead? We do not want dead nights. You know, we want people to be out enjoying and and taking responsibility for themselves, but also supporting our businesses. And you know, I, I don't agree that we should have. Uh, just the Bourbon Street atmosphere of of only daiquiri bars and strip clubs in our small town, but I do think that that we should have people out there uh, exploring the streets. I think we should have more pedestrian traffic to to maybe even shut down some of these streets to uh, to cars at night and get out there and really enjoy in, enjoy the uh,
1: the outdoors, the plain air experience of of drinking amongst friends. So yeah. what you want? What you're saying is you want people outside, sex in the streets, people peeing in the bushes, just ignoring our family life here. That's what I'm hearing right now. Now, this is a family place. We don't want just debauchery out in the streets. First like some of all, Sodom and Gomorrah I mean, type of situation. This would not be a family place if there was no sex happening, first of all. I think we all are old
0: enough to understand <laughs> that, that sex is the reason we're all here. Now, second of all, peeing in the bushes, um, To I mean, you, you when the know-nothings reformed, there was probably much more peeing in the bushes than there is now. There were certainly outhouses and probably far less plumbing. So I think peeing in the bushes is something that we should uphold and understand. That's an experience that we, we all, if you've never experienced peeing in the bushes, um, how can I trust you? <laughs> so that that's good I, I think i hear a ding 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 I, y'all can decide who, who won that round but that's um, the, the silence of uh, Corey could not even muster a response there um if you could see i just can't
1: even um acknowledge <laughs> such a a low level of morals we have to know another party we we go inside to use the restroom we pee inside there's bathrooms now maybe when we were created there was a little more outside a urination but today today's society we have indoor plumbing we have figured that out and we're gonna go ahead and um, use it protect our children you're trying to get your man in my little girl's bathroom we're not we're not about that over here okay
0: okay Okay. um this time i'm gonna give uh, i guess i'll go first but Corey will get the last word um this next topic is stray cats so i believe that we should have as many stray cats as possible Okay. So I was trying, this was a tough one. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wobbler. I almost picked that we should take all the stray cats and send them to uh, beyond the, the city limits. But I am actually thinking that we should have as many stray cats as possible. Um, for one, I, you know, I, I do represent in my other life, uh, the Walter Anderson Museum of Art. And there are some here in our town of Ocean Springs who blame the artist Walter Anderson for all the cats that are around here in town, you know, because he loved cats and, and, um, in some ways perpetuated this sense that that cats ran the place and i think that's a good thing i think we have to to be sort of like the egyptians and look to our feline um our feline gods and goddesses to to give us a bit of inspiration to remind us that it's not just about us that, that their humans are part of the of the world part of the landscape but that there are others who live here with us and that we should treat um all of uh, of nature with respect what say you
1: well we well i uh, certainly agree that cats have their place and that um stray cats are okay Because, you know, if you have a bunch of stray cats, you're going to have less mice. You're going to have less pest. But we should approach that responsibly and neuter and spay at all costs. Actually, there's no cost. You can just drop them off at the the animal shelter and and do that on your own. So while my opponent would like to willy-nilly let cats run around and dominate the neighborhood, I would let the cats run around, but let's spay, neuter, release. Well, I
0: agree that if a cat wants to um, have you know, his, his, uh, be snipped or, or wants her tubes tied or whatnot, we should make that available. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that we should force sterilize these, these beautiful creatures. I mean, or people for that matter, I'm not going to go down this eugenics road of saying that the gene pool of cats uh, need be kept um, in, in any pristine, um, privileged, uh, you know, defined by anyone uh, but those cats. Now, I will say, if, if you own the cat, um, you have a responsibility to to keep it. But, you know, it's the same thing with declawing cats. Like, I've always thought that was, you, you may not want a cat scratching you, but that's a selfish thing to say,
1: right? Maybe a little cruel to declaw. We're not going to step into that yeah. realm. Yeah. But definitely, spay, neuter. I've I, I got to say, maybe for people a little bit, too. I'm not going <laughs> to be against that. <laughs> Sometimes it might be smarter to... Spay and neuter adults, adult people, adult humans. Wow, uh, but definitely on the cats. Uh, I support a spay and neuter stance. Let's keep it under control. We need the we need the cats, but let's keep the population to a minimum. Well, I think you made your
0: argument well, and you know I see your your voter suppression technique of of finding the the dullards amongst us and trying to get them. Uh, not to reproduce is uh, quite a bold stance. I'm not going to going to argue with you there um, or take up that position. Well, but the dollars tend to vote for the liberals, and we, you yeah. know, we got to do <laughs> what we can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Lastly, we have one more topic here: um, the No Nothings again versus uh, the myself representing the the glorious House Party. Um, we we are taking we're a small party. Uh, we only have uh, about 1,500 square feet to work with, but we, we will pack you in and and have a good time. But this last topic, which is incredibly important we all want to get somewhere uh, whether we're in a conversation or whether we're on foot or whether we're in a vehicle and so we're going to talk about roads so tell me um kicking
1: us off here what's your plank um when it comes to roads well i think we need more of them and and the more roads you have the easier it is to get away Uh, so you want to leave here i want to leave (laughs) as much as possible (laughs) So build those roads and um, let's, you know, expand the lanes and not worry about any future costs involved with that. Mm. Just go ahead. Build, build, build. Put people to work. Okay. Well, I would
0: say that, first of all, we should not just willy nilly to use your, your phraseology. Um,
1: now my opponent's stealing my, my phrasing. I like that. <laughs>
0: not not to build too many roads um you know there there's been some discussion about um in your case about leaving here i think we should be thinking about it from the other perspective how do we bring people here and so certainly we need thoroughfares to get here but i would i would say that roads uh, by their very definition are um at least the way we think of them now are for vehicles and and back to my initial argument about the nightlife i think we should have fewer roads and more possibilities. I'm going to rename roads to possibilities. And these are possibilities for pedestrians to walk and see and go off the beaten path. I think roads demarcate us too too much and make us um, forget that there are things beyond the roads to see.
1: Well, more roads, higher speeds, keep these drunkards off the street. Wow, you're really going for it. um, I think that's the way to go. I want to protect our family lives here. We can get in our cars and drive to the, the nearest McDonald's. We can get in our cars and, um, you know, drive our kids to school because, you know, it's built out on the edge of town where it should be. Wow. So I'm I'm, I cannot believe this. So, you know, so you're
0: saying that, first of all, you're mentioning chain restaurants. You're mentioning not bringing too many people into town. You want them to speed on by. Tourism is going to just take a hit. Now, I think we should actually go to dirt roads. So I mentioned the pedestrian possibilities, which we will call them with that same. Um, inflection, but also we're going to go to dirt roads. So uh, you can still use your car, but we're going to have a lot of uh, buggies and things. And speaking of putting people to work, um, you know we're going to have uh, rickshaws. If young kids, you know, again the labor laws are way too stringent. I think we could get kids working up their their quad muscles in an early um, earlier age and have some rickshaws going on. And we can take people from here, here to there. But dirt roads take us back to our roots and to remember. what So it was what you're like. saying
1: is you want um, mom and her brand new Infinity SUV to drive down dirt roads, destroy the suspension. We need beautiful new roads, beautiful new lanes so they don't have to wait. If the suspension is destroyed, if the suspension is destroyed, where
0: are they getting those fixed? They're getting it fixed at a local automotive mechanic. And they're staying here. It's it's like those those movies where you, uh, you you're going into town. It's the last gas station before you know the the 20 miles or 50 miles away, and it ends up being the 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 beginning of a horror movie because then you get stuck, right? We want that to happen. We want our town to be like a horror
1: movie. We want it to be the place where people come and they just can't leave. I'll leave you with. I do not want my town to be like a horror movie. I want you to live and thrive <laughs> and drive on my beautiful roads and. Um, my neutered cats will okay. we'll have your back. They'll eat your rats, but they won't overpopulate. And Maybe. I think we have a beautiful uh, no-name, no-nothing situation all for, right. for the people. Okay.
0: okay. No-nothings for the people. Uh, so if you are a no-nothing, um, either uh, by either your party affiliation or just your, your general acumen, uh, Corey Christie is your man. Um, I, on the other hand, go ahead. We'll, we'll take all of you. All comers. Gladly. I, um, on the other hand, will uh, we'll maintain that a horror movie is um, a wonderful thing for your town to be, and we are a house party horror movie. Uh, we're kind of like Scream, and we uh, redefine the genre, so we are going to redefine the genre of your local politics. You know, We're going to sit here and commit to bringing people to town, to keeping them in town, to having the nightlife be not just cars coming through, but people coming through, uh, sharing wine and spirits with cats. Uh, sharing it with uh, the animals of the earth Um, and 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 maybe these
1: cats will teach us a little bit um, about peeing in bushes (laughs) so don't be like the cats we just we just want to respect them and keep their populations down but don't pee in the bushes please don't party too late i need you home by 10 Um, no sex unless it's to reproduce Okay. okay with purpose and definitely definitely no alcohol I'm going to let y'all make your decisions for yourselves. We're going we're gonna
0: to run this election um, in a very fair manner, um, and we'll, we'll see who comes out on top. Um, this, uh, this week, we don't have a sponsor because no one wanted to touch this episode, um, but that's okay. And, and like I said, when I am elected to whatever position I'm running for, um, there will be many, many, many sponsors because there will be all kinds of small businesses that want to wanna come to this horror movie of a town. Uh, we will not have these McDonald's and, and big boulevards that Corey is speaking of, but we will have a quaint but also very hip and raucous and never-ending, lively place to live. And there will be sex in the
1: streets.
0: (laughs) And that is my campaign promise. And also, as I promised when I was running for student government, all the vending machines will be free, every day will be pizza day, and recess will be four periods of the the afternoon.
1: Well, look, it's very important to go out and vote, whether you vote for the no-names or the house party. Get out there, use your right, one of the very few american rights and locally you have all the impact so get out there vote and if you want to see an issue changed go change it yourself
0: absolutely that's the that's the message to leave everybody button with uh, we're all know nothings to some degree but uh, local politics and communities are a way for us to learn from each other. so please do that and this is uh, this is our perhaps our last but certainly an important foray into local politics. Uh, Mississippi thing is advocating strongly to be a part of the democratic process. Uh, make change whether you have an R or a D or an I or any other letter by your name or whether you hold public office or not. Uh, you can make change and uh, we look forward to seeing what y'all do with that responsibility. Mississippi thing. Mississippi thing. Mississippi. Thing. Mississippi thing.
1: This is Mississippi!